Pardo, come close to the mic. Hey there. What are we talking about today? We've got Ravens, Bengals, Colts, Texans, Bears, Bucks, 49ers, Rams, and F1 highlights discussion. Did oh, wow. Fiji really beat the Wallabies? Oh my Maybe gosh. Talk about Jets, Cowboys. So know. much for the listeners. What it's about the exciting. Monday Night Football? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what else? What else? I'm so excited. Shall we just get into the show? Let's go. Okay. I'm going to start the clock. All right. Well, welcome to Two Punts, One Goal. That was a nice innovative Hello. intro. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that. We'll work on it, but got to start somewhere. I liked it. I was excited. I would be very surprised if listeners have dropped off now. Very surprised. <laughs> they, mu- they must be intrigued. They must be intrigued. We read about hooks, so that's our hook. And Pardo was telling us Always that learn. he read a productivity book as well. So we're all over it. Hooks, productivity. Give us some feedback at two points, one goal on X, as you like to call it. And shall we get cracking? Yeah, yeah. It's a Um, Tuesday morning, by the way. It's a Tuesday morning here. We have 30 minutes of pure podding action for you. And we're going to do it in under 30 minutes. And that is going to be it. And it's going to be out for your lunch. Ready to go? Gilmore guarantee. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) What do you want to talk about first? First topic. Um, Well, first topic. I mean, I was I was just like I was saying to you before we started the pod today. So I've actually been able to kind of watch a lot of games over the weekend, and um, it was quite exciting watching Red Zone in sync for a change. Sometimes we're watching at different times, so it's nice kind of following um, our new well your new team, the Falcons. So I was I was watching that that comeback game. Falcons, Falcons, um, Falcons, and it was. It was kind of in sync with the Lions, who were ahead from a lot of their game, but then um, suddenly it all fell apart and the Seahawks kind of got the win. Um, so that was quite sad. Ooh. But I mean, a very happy return for the Falcons, um, 2 0. Um, any thoughts from your side on that one, Steve? Well, like you said, it was a magical Sunday night. Uh, me on my couch, you on your couch. Um, both, uh, I think, were kind of behind. And then both looked like they could win. And the Falcons did, but the Lions didn't. Oh, imagine if the Lions had a, as well. That would have been just fantastic. And both got off to a 2-0 start. It would have just been glorious. But... um. Yeah, I think the the Lions, I tweeted about this at the time, but um there was a point where you were you were talking about the Lions. And mm. um so I thought, oh, I'll flick on to have a look at this. And they basically were I think they just got the ball back. The defense absolutely like I don't know what Geno Smith was doing, but this was towards the the, the two mm. minutes to go in the fourth quarter. The Lions were were down and you thought, ah, the Lions are out of this game. And Gino kind of ran back like 17 yards back. I don't know what he was doing. And the Lions D were chasing him down the field. And they stopped him on like, I don't know, like their own five-yard line or something. And I thought, oh my God, looking at the score, the score was really close. I thought the Lions now they'll get it. It was a turnover on down, so the Lions got the ball. And I thought, 
all honesty, I thought, okay, I tweeted out, yeah, well, the Lions should should put this away and then they'll control the game and they'll probably um, probably get the victory here. Then I had to go and do something. One of my kids called me and uh, said, oh, daddy, come and do this. I came back and, and the Seahawks had the ball again. And I was like, what what had happened there? So maybe you could fill in the gaps. I don't know. Oh, here is, I mean, this is it. So um, they should have gone for the, the touchdown, but ended up having to go for the kick. So it only made it even. Then it went into overtime. And whoever got the touchdown first was going to win it. So 10 minutes back on the clock. And um, it was all a bit ropey for me. I mean, I was I was maybe looking through rose-tinted glasses, but you know, suddenly you realize that just touching that, what is that cone on the corner of the, the pitch? You know, the when pylon. They, the pylon. They break the pylon. That's a touchdown. Yeah. And there was a few ropey moves leading up to it, but I think it was kind of clutching at straws a bit. Um you so, said there yeah, was some holding yeah. in there as well. The Lions had a tough call against them or something, or non-call. Well, that, that's that's what I mean. Yeah, you know, I, you know, it. Yeah, I, there was there was a call for holding, but, but I mean, after the game, you know, the coach was quite clear. I think it, it was just unfortunate on the day, but the performance is there, and I think on another day it could have gone the Lions' way. So I'm still reasonably confident for the the season ahead. But guess what? The game know, is next week. Who knows? Sounds so much better than one and one. Guess what the game is next week? Lions Falcons. Is it? Oh yes. my god, that's the ultimate matchup. Yeah, and it's Sunday night at seven o'clock. Well, seven o'clock um German time. So six o'clock oh, your time. Diary. So yeah. that must be that's probably gonna be the game that's on the TV. We'll check and we when we have our pod later in the week, we'll Surely. tell you which game we're gonna, I think we're gonna watch. That but... on the BBC for this weekend, actually, because it's such <laughs> yeah. a big game. <laughs> by royal decree it's being made a public holiday the okay. two punts have demanded it <laughs> um, yeah and then uh, the Falcons did you see anything on this game yeah I mean I was watching the red zone so it's quite nice watching kind of both games in sync of the Lions Seahawks and the Falcons Packers and I mean I, you know, one point in it in the end and um, yeah that's I mean, I really enjoyed kind of watching those, but there's like there's a moment where there's like four screens happening at the same time, you know, as it always happens, like towards the end of uh, the final quarter. But yeah, I, I was so excited, just obviously just knowing that affiliate new affiliation we have with the Falcons. Yeah, it was great to see. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. And well, to be honest, though, I wasn't so well. I was watching the Ravens Bengals, so I chose to watch a game uh, full. And when we were doing the pod last time, I think Ravens became my team, right? So I still have a bit of an affiliation for the Ravens. Sure. Um, and so I didn't watch the Falcons Packers live, but I was kind of had looking at the. Um, I was on Twitter, obviously, and or X. God, I bloody hate those things. Uh, and then I was kind of you were seeing all the things come through, right? People were putting their stuff, and then you could see some highlights that were happening and things. So anyway, and when I watched the highlights afterwards. There was a point in the game where I was like, yeah, they're never going to come back. I, I have very little faith in in Desmond Ritter. Um, I find that probably a good portion of his throws seem to either miss the target, just don't look strong enough to get to the target. He looks... he, But the the thing that about what I saw about him in this game was that he, he is... He does seem to be a very good leader. 
he's like someone that really rallies the troops like gets everyone pumped um mm. seems to be uh, people say he's also like a level-headed guy nice guy outside very smart I think he's just probably the thing he's lacking is the is the arm strength. So I, I don't think it's mm. I don't think they won this because of Desmond Ritter, this uh, their new quarterback. He did make a couple of good throws, which I saw in the highlights, and that surprised me because I didn't think he was capable of those sorts of throws. So maybe he can get better, but you know I'm always very wary, uh, as I've said in this pod a few times with the Justin Fields things that I always talk about. But I'm very wary mm. of of quarterbacks that can't throw the ball. So it's it's a prerequisite. If I'm writing a job description for a quarterback, you you can run, but running will only get you so far. And Desmond Ritter, that what I've seen of him, his arm just doesn't look up to it, up to being like. It's a, interesting a, that actually. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's an audit trail about you saying the Falcons aren't coming back, um, mm. literally on Twitter. So yeah. check that out. Um, <laughs> but that's that was interesting because you mentioned around the the Ravens Bengals, and I did catch up on that game last night. And you mentioned around, you know, I suppose running isn't your only option. You've got to be able to throw it. And I was impressed by Lamar Jackson. Yeah, exactly. So Lamar, the, the just, but let me just finish up on the Falcons, right? Because I think the Falcons won because of their run game. B. Mm. John Robinson, All right. he's looking like the real deal. Uh, he was drafted, I think, number eight overall in this year's draft. And people said he's a game changer from that running back position. And he's proven to be like, look like that game changer in the first couple of games. So it, it was a team effort, I think. Like Desmond Ritter did some okay stuff. Uh, but I think um, the Packers were missing a lot of people. Jordan Love looked pretty good to me as well. Um, I think it's just one of those games where they, hey, they played, they played hard, they snuck a win. Um, yeah. I, I don't necessarily think they're a two and O team, uh, but I think that, I think that's something that will unravel later in the season. But hey, I, we'll ride high on this one for uh, for a few weeks, and we'll see what the the Lions face. So, but yeah, going on to the Ravens thing, yeah. you're completely right. The Lamar Jackson, he's actually always been a pretty decent throw of the ball. Like so, maybe not the most accurate in the past, but what you always saw was that he has an arm, like he's capable of throwing it right, and. Um, yeah. And and now what? Well, he was very accurate yesterday. He's become more accurate over time, and uh, now he finally has a new uh, offensive coordinator. This Todd Monkin, who came from I think the Georgia Bulldogs in the college game, and yeah. the the last uh, offensive coordinator for the Ravens was so restrictive on Lamar Jackson. Never allowed. Never kind of set the game up in the way where he could throw it. So you need that balance. You need to be able to run, and you need to be able to throw the ball because then you can. Teams don't know what you're doing all the time. If you're one dimensional and you just throw it or you just run, then teams have it so easy, right? The the, the defense has it so easy. So, but the the good thing about the Ravens this season was that they mm. actually got some good targets for Lamar Jackson, right? So you've got Zay yeah, Flowers, nice. a rookie. Who looked yeah. fantastic? He caught like a fifty-two yard pass. Yeah, did you um, see which, that? I was, yeah, yeah. I was just kind of thinking, oh yeah, the flowing's pretty good, and he he did this kind of um, flick pass to Justin Hill. That was quite impressive. Then can he throw it? You know, good yardage, and then yeah, that that throw to Flowers. I mean, that yeah. was uh, that's incredible. Great. And and Lamar always prefers to catch it like or to throw it in the in the middle of the field, right? So now you've got also yeah. Mark Andrews and Zay Flowers can go anywhere. So. They're, they've got way more kind of plays where he's able to throw it in the middle of the field. And Mark Andrews, the big tight end, 
caught a few good ones. So I think they they looked really good. Bengals again, just I mean, well, Bengals have their problems, right? Because uh, Joe Burrow uh, strained his calf muscle again, so he didn't play in the whole of the preseason. Well, not many stars play in the preseason, but mm-hmm. he didn't train at all with his team because he had this calf injury, and he seemed to reaggravate it. And so God knows what that holds for the Bengals because. They have looked pretty lackluster, right? So yeah. I, I actually thought that maybe the Bengals would win this at the beginning of the game because Joe Burrow um, will need to have a better game than the first week, I thought. And the the Ravens had quite a couple of... They had two key injuries on their offensive line. So their left tackle was out. Yeah. A guard was out, I think. Oh, no, the center was out. So I thought, well, it's going to be a kind of tough game and the Bengals must bounce back from that terrible performance in week one. But the Bengals were struggling to stay in that game the whole... The Ravens dominated. And to me, it was because of Lamar, I think. Because yeah. some of the stuff he did was just magical. Like like you said, that little, you know, run-in, then little flick passes, and, and, and then long passes. It wasn't just little trick things. It was... He was really... He was on fire. He was, he was getting yeah. the first downs whenever he needed to. He was able to always run, get the first down. He was able to throw it. But yeah, they, they looked really strong, so... Yeah, good to see that out of the Ravens, and um, hopefully they keep going. But the Bengals, you've got to be a bit worried if you're a Bengals fan. Um, and there mm. are many in the UK, because that's one of the favorite teams, I think, um, in the UK and, and in Germany, actually. I always, every time I go to like an NFL really? event in Germany, everyone is a Bengals fan. I don't know why. Maybe they just like tigers or something over here. Oh, that looks exotic. Let's oh. go. But like you say, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, you said with the Jags, you know, I think maybe the Bengals have put a lot of effort in the European market. I think it's paying, paying off. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. Or, but if the Europeans are anything like me, then they probably go, ooh, who has the nicest jersey? That's, that's what yeah, I do. Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> or the most interesting, you know. I suppose it's one of those, isn't it? Either you really like the Bengals kind of brand or you kind of hate it. Yeah, I I I air on like you know I kind of don't like it. I'm not a big fan of tiger print. I have to be honest. Mm, No, no. You know, did did I ever tell you about my 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 dad? Uh, My dad has passed away, so it's not so funny. But um, no, when we went, it's not about now. It's not about that. But one time I went to his house uh, before um, a a few years before, and he had um, a tiger picture on the ceiling <laughs> put it on the ceiling my dad was going a bit uh he had a bit he's he got dementia sorry i'm laughing but it's it's the only way to deal with these things but Absolutely. it's um yeah and there was a tiger uh picture on this like he drilled it onto the ceiling or something it's very strange i don't know what he was thinking but that as since then not been the biggest fan of tigers <laughs> I think it's that, and also, yeah, like badly um, upholstered cars of the eighties. I think like we had a Peugeot four hundred five, and for whatever reason, they had like tiger print or maybe leopard print. You know, you know what they yes. had on the seats, and it's oh, it's ridiculously bad. So well, bad almost every anything all, like that, almost all print. the decor from our kind of young um, younger days. I remember like oh, what was it like lino flooring in the? You remember like this this awful lino flooring in the kitchen? But my parents replaced the lino flooring lino with, with like artificial. Um, they put like artificial grass. <laughs> 
<laughs> the very early artificial grass in the kitchen. My dad what? was uh, my dad was terrible with um, with decor. So as you can tell from the tiger artificial picture, artificial grass in the kitchen. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> One time, well, one time I came, uh, I, I went to his house and um, he painted dots on the conservatory roof. And I was like, mm. why did you do that? And he's like, oh, the sun comes through. I was like, yeah, but that's the point of a conservatory, isn't it? That the sun, the sun comes through. <laughs> so he painted then, dots. Yeah, you get the sun blind in your eyes. But if he puts strategic dots, then it doesn't. It's literally just stopping it from coming. Covering his eyes and blind. And strategic dots. I mean, the sun moves, right? So, or the the earth moves, and uh, so the... I suppose it's covering for certain times of the day. But yeah, as the year progresses, the dots just move further down. <laughs> anyway, enough about my dad. Uh, <laughs> let's get Happy back memories. Onto... Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, um, so, I mean, the the next on my list um, was Colts Texans, and purely because of. Um, the delightful news that Minchie's back. And it's it's a shame when I was watching it. Um, you know, Richardson was doing great. He had two early touchdowns. Um a lovely catch by Collins, I saw. But then I think, yeah, Colts were running away with it. And I think it was when Richardson went out that, you know, Texans were starting to come back. Um well that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because so Minshew, Minshew has never been light able to as hoping for, no. but because Minshew has never no. really been able to cut the mustard, right? And Richardson finally looks like I mean, this guy is just so exciting in the mm. draft. I thought he was my most exciting player in the draft, just because it's rare that you get like a quarterback like him, right? Like so powerful, so big. You're like, this guy will, and and as I say. It's always a bit the well, he can definitely run, you think, but can he will he be able to throw it? And in the when he had the, the um they have these workouts, right, before the draft. So teams work you out and you see you put on display. Yeah. He has a hell of an arm. It's just a, like he has like one of the biggest arms, like you know, he can throw the ball the whole field, but it's just a case of like accuracy, timing, all of yeah, this yeah. stuff. But uh, let's see, like, but he looks amazing since he started. And the Colts have just been a bit of a write off for the last like five years. So it's kind of nice to see, um, you know, him come into the team and, and them try to get it together. But yeah, and then it was sad when, when he went out with the concussion, but, but it's, uh, it gave a chance for the Texans to the other rookie, CJ Stroud, mm-hmm. on the other side. Did you see him? Because he apparently he made some nice throws and yes. looks looks like he's developing as well, which is good. So he was the second overall pick, CJ Stroud, and the third overall pick was Anthony Richardson. Oh, really? Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah, I didn't quite realize he's you know a, a full on rookie. So yeah, it's yeah. This is he looks like a he doesn't look like a rookie out there. So no. <laughs> No, absolutely not. Um, and yeah, I, I made a note around breaking the plane for this game. So oh, yes. another one where it's close on the um, you know the touchdown side, and they didn't quite make it in that game. I do um, like that saying. Has he broken the plane? We'll go yeah. to review. Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Um, um, any more games of note? Um, we should yeah, maybe well, quickly I, I, just touch it, on so, I mean... yesterday's games as well. Um, just uh, tell well, people the scores and well, the... we got yeah from uh, recent games. So we got the Steelers um, against the Browns. Uh, Steelers came out on top, twenty six to twenty two. Um, and I suppose probably the more interesting of the two games, um, Panthers against Saints. 
where the Saints were able to win 20 to 17. Um, so again, I've not seen the the highlights of that game, but I think certainly, you know, Saints Panthers looks like the standout for me. Um, probably expect the Steelers to take on the Browns, but still well interesting results. Yeah. There's probably there's something of note came out of that game, the the Steelers and the Browns. Well, because first of all, the Steelers looked terrible in the first week and the Browns beat the Bengals, and people are saying, Oh, are the Browns good this season? Things have reverted to type. The people thought Steelers were good to start the thing. So both one and one. But terrible news for the Cleveland Browns. Um, their star running back, Nick Chubb, uh, he suffered an in- a knee injury last night. And that looks like he's going to be out for the rest of the season, they think. Word. And he's okay. he's like the best running back in the league. Well, he was until the Falcons brought in B. John Robinson. But um yeah and i don't know what i'd be interested to watch that game i might try to kind of catch the uh, kind of a big a longer version of that game because the browns actually look like they dominated this game um Hmm. and i don't know i think they just got the the sean watson got sacked a lot um so because if you if you look at the stats and the time of possession well dominated is the strong word but they look like they definitely had way more yards, way more rushing yards, way more, um, well, not way more passing yards, about even on passing yards and time of possession. Mm. Fairly even. Maybe the score is about uh, kind of predictive of that. So 26-22 to the Pittsburgh Steelers. But the Browns look like they were in it. Um, but maybe that injury to Chubb really kind of affected them in that game and the Steelers were able to get it. So I'd like to watch that one in a bit more depth. Um, and shame for um, for me, I, my the other team I'm kind of rooting for this season, I don't particularly like... So that's the Panthers, the the other team I'm kind of yeah, rooting yeah, for. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's because of Bryce Young. I, I Even though... Because he, he just looks like a boy out there and I want him of to do course. well. yeah. yeah. He's, he's the rookie quarterback, number one overall pick. Um, I But I there's one thing I don't like about the Panthers. I'm not a fan of Frank Reich. He used to be the head coach for the Colts in the last five years when they were okay. kind of um, doing nothing. And I've never been a big fan of uh, of his. So anyway, look, it's not starting off well there. And let's not forget, like they had the number one overall pick, but they weren't the worst team in the NFL. So they they were like the ninth uh, worst team, and then they moved up to the first overall pick. So I think that because okay. they had the first overall pick, you think, oh yeah, well they're totally rebuilding all this, but they shouldn't. You know, they shouldn't be. Uh, of course, they have a rookie quarterback, but they shouldn't be the worst. Uh, you know, the worst team in the league. Mm. Um, that's definitely the Bears or the Cardinals. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I did watch the Bears books and um, yeah, another win for the books, 2-0. And apparently that's uh, the best ever start for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and he did some amazing throws. I mean, the thing about Baker Mayfield is he's a gamer, right? So like he he likes it when people hate him. He likes it when people think he's mm. shit. Like I, there's something strange. Like I think there's something messed up with Baker Mayfield because he, when people think he's good, he can't play, right? Like so he needs this. Uh, he's always been a walk on at university and all this. So that means you go you go along and say, hey, can I play? And you have to really earn your spot. So yep. I think he likes the adversity. He played amazing, and Mike Evans also another like massive game for Mike Evans. This guy, I mean, he's got to go to the Hall of Fame. I think he's had nine straight seasons of over a thousand yards, and he's won a Super Bowl. I mean, what Jeez. what more can you do? He's just been on a kind of team that no one really pays much attention to. Yeah, um, apart from when Tom Brady was there, and yeah. So so I think, um, but to be honest, I don't I don't think it's the Buc- Buccaneers are really good. I think the Bears are terrible. 
Did you see the Bears? I mean, I did see it. I mean, but they they did have a one good special teams play where they blocked down one of the punts from uh, the Buccaneers. Uh, I kind of mm. caught that and thought, oh, well, they've got something going for them. These Bears. I, I think but they have no. I don't think draws. they have anything. Uh, I think they're just. I think Justin Fields. It looks just completely lost out there. Like I mean, he he can't throw it. He's he he no. I think he just doesn't know. He he's kind of lost total faith that he can make a throw, and he's he's really holding the ball. He doesn't want to throw it. Then everyone knows. I think all the teams have caught up to his running ability, so they stuff him on the run. So then they're kind of anemic on on offense and defense. They also don't look very good either. So that the Bears are going to have a very they're probably they were the number one pick. They had the number one pick that they traded out. Um, let's see, because yeah, I think if they if they get number one pick this time, they'll be drafting another quarterback. Mm. Any thoughts on Jets at Cowboys? Oh well, Cowboys were just incredible. Um, mm. The the Jets were. I, I mean, I I watched like the start of this game, and it was just. I said to you, it's just this is how it's going to go. Me, me, my, Mika, Micah Parsons, M- Micah Parsons. That sounds right. Micah mm. Parsons just like there was one play. Micah Parsons just like within a second, he was through the through the offensive line, and he was just like Zach Wilson was on the floor. I think I blinked, and I was just like, how the heck did he get there so quick? And um. I think it was just a complete domination from the the Cowboys from start to finish. I think there was one part in the game where the Jets could have potentially turned the tables, but it's clutching his straws because Dak Prescott threw the ball and one of the cornerbacks didn't could have it was catchable for an interception. And then if he'd intercepted it, he would have got a pick six and it could have ch- turned the scores around, right? And made it like yeah. a competitive game. But that's clutching his straws because he didn't catch it. And then the Cowboys went on to dominate. And it was just a very, uh, I think it was a very kind of plain sailing for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of special teams, by the way, just to go back to a great special teams play, you mentioned a good special teams play. Um, yeah. The Bengals. Their guy Charlie Jones, um, he he basically that was one one of the best highlights from the Bengals. Catch it, check it out on YouTube if you didn't see it. But I think it was like an eighty-yard punt return by this rookie Charlie Jones. It was fantastic. Oh, you've got to love a good punt return. So it's just so good watching someone run so fast for so far and and just no one be able to tackle. It's just so oh, yeah. beautiful about it. Yeah, it's one of the best things um, you'll see in the NFL. And the only thing, um, yeah, the only other note from the Cowboys uh, Jets game was um, Brandon Aubrey. He's a former soccer player, apparently. He's played for Toronto FC. Oh, really? There's an Irish kicker in there as well in the league this this year. Um, I mm. don't know which team. Maybe he plays for the Packers. I'm not sure, but there there is someone from the Emerald Isle kicking the ball, kicking the pigskin this year. So we should yeah, maybe yeah, we should yeah. maybe keep track of. Uh, of the the British and Irish players who were over there, and maybe the Germans. <laughs> no, <laughs> just the British and Irish. I think we'll take but Europeans. I... We'll take yeah. Europeans. Okay, okay. Let's keep track of that. Um, but I think oh maybe just one. We'll move on to the um to the F one. I think we've said enough. I think that's enough about the games. But a couple of notes. All the games were pretty exciting this week. There was the Cardinals that were ahead like twenty points to. They were. 20 to 0 against the Giants and then the Giants came back and won 31 oh, yeah. 28 which was the Giants the Giants had gone one and a half games with 60 points conceded and zero points scored 
And and everyone was just like, what the hell has happened to the Giants? Like last year's coach of the year, everyone thought they were going to improve. And then and then they came back and they won. So, I mean, fair play to the Giants and the Commanders. So it's good to see Sean Payton go down to 0-2. Uh, he lost again this week. Uh, the Commanders, they won 35-33. to And Sam Howells, second-year mm. quarterback, fifth-round pick, he looks the real deal. He looks really good. I watched the highlights of this, and some of his throws were pretty like pretty on the money, like really nice throws. He seems to have a good arm. He can run. Uh, he can, yeah, he can do it all, it seems. so. And he's leading the team well. So, Jeez. yeah, fair play to I mean, the they've Commanders. Got, they've got such a tough league, though, haven't they? Um, yeah. With the Cowboys and Eagles as yeah, well. But they're 2-0. 2-0, two two and and baby. Okay. Well, everyone can be excited at the moment if you're 2-0. But there's going to be many people that there's maybe even stay at 2 wins. No, no. The the Commanders will, they look like they've got some juice. They've also on defense, they've got this uh, young and sweaty duo. Chase Young and I can't remember the first guy, the name of the, the other guy, but Sweat. Anyway, his oh, surname okay. is Sweat. So they their nickname is Young and Sweaty. <laughs> but they're really good. Awesome. All right, shall we awesome. move off the NFL? You want to tell us about the F1 before we wrap this up? Because we yeah, are let's wrap up. almost I mean, out of here. Yeah, yeah. So F1, um, great. Uh, I suppose it is a fantastic one for the neutrals. Verstappen was out of it. Um, it would have been a miracle for him to be able to win that race. Um, but it was a great technical win by Sainz. Um, unfortunate for Russell, who is kind of like gaming on the last lap. He, was, he had both the Ferrari and McLaren in his sights and then he hit his tail uh, uh tire into the wall and um went off and um yeah uh, Hamilton was able to take third place so uh double gutting uh for Russell I like Hamilton oh but Russell maybe as his teammate yeah 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 so for, for Russell you know that competitive kind of yes, nature of between the two yeah he's yeah. kind of like the up-and-coming guy yeah. doesn't feel like he's getting the full support he's always like second in in line to Hamilton, but he's getting the you know the better results, so he should be kind of held in a higher esteem. But yeah. once yeah, Hamilton I mean, breaks the record, it's lovely to see Norris. Huh? Once Hamilton breaks that championship record and gets one more championship win, then I'll stop watching NF- um, F one forever, not NFL. No, I then it's I, done for I me. Don't think, I don't think he'll get another one. No, neither do I. Sadly, no. so I'll keep watching. Forever. I think I'll keep watching it <laughs> even when he retires. <laughs> Um, and Go the ahead. only other special men- mention of uh, sports over the weekend, obviously, we got the Rugby World Cup uh, carrying on, um, and Fiji beating Australia, the Wallabies. That was Ooh. the biggest shock. Wow! Yeah, and um, that is a shock. Such a big deal for Fiji, you know, the size of that country yeah. being a, you know, and yeah. So I think it's a sign of things to come. These surprises are going to happen more and more in rugby. So it's just showing it's becoming a more competitive sport. And even well, so, you know, when England are playing Japan, I mean, I switched over to that while watching the NFL, and it was even in that game. It could have gone easily the other way. Um, but then, you know, uh, quickly they got a try, England, and you knew the game was over. Um, but fantastic atmosphere in those games, and especially mention to the Japanese fans, as they do in the football, they clean stay up. behind after and clean up the rubbish. Yeah, They are incredible. You have to hand it to them. The best sport fans in the world because all other yeah. sport fans are usually just absolute douchebags. 
including um well no no we're quite respectful i think when we go to sports <laughs> but <laughs> i hate to, I hate to uh, but reflect on yourself if you listen to this podcast are you a respectable sports fan i think you need to ask yourself that question reflection is good and if you're not pick up your trash and be nice to people yeah, yeah. you know you don't need yeah. to get drunk and fight people it's just terrible be kind have we said it all i think so yeah um any sign-off note from you, Steve, today? Uh, I think I would just say T-Pog forever. T-Pog out. Be kind. Be kind. Goodbye.